Welcome to the Take 5 podcast from Fortinet. You give us a few minutes and we provide five cybersecurity insights based on the current trends impacting today's technology leaders. This podcast series taps into the expertise of the Fortinet field CISO team focusing on challenges leaders will face in the upcoming year across key industries and technologies. I'm your host, Troy Amet, Fortinet's field CISO for healthcare and life sciences. And today we're talking with Renee Terran, Fortinet's deputy CISO, and she's talking about preparing for the year ahead for cloud security. Welcome, Renee. Thanks for the opportunity, Troy. So let's get right into this. Taking a look back, what are the challenges that were top of mind for CISOs in terms of cybersecurity for cloud deployments in 2022? Yeah, Troy, when you're looking back at 2022, I mean, you know, according to Gardner, um, you know, post the COVID, you know, environment, you know, 69% of organizations um, were really focusing on digital acceleration initiatives. And this digital acceleration has really created, you know, what I call the perfect store, um, because it creates complexity, you know, for managing cybersecurity and the network infrastructures. You know, for organizations, applications and data are no longer contained within that corporate data center. Instead, they're across, you know, multiple distributed networks. And this creates billions of edges that need to be protected. And so this perimeter now, in turn, has now become more fragmented with more security teams having to focus across multiple tools, um, operating in silos, which creates, you know, um, a fracturing of the visibility and limiting the, how much control they have to take actions you know, when they see, you know, suspicious activity going on. And so not to mention that um, what we saw with the pandemic, you know, organizations had to really quickly transform how they did business, um, which meant moving more services and data to the cloud. Um, and often the time that was done without the IT and security teams even knowledge. So anybody with a credit card was simply able to create their own instances in cloud environments. And so this creates what we call that shadow IT headache. And so for many organizations, they were very too hastily when it came to their cloud migrations, and they really didn't think how their business processes needed to change. Um, so many did it did a lift and shift, and so that caused those cases where you know applications um, that had performance issues or you know that didn't really align with the way the current you know business functions were were trying to operate. Um, so many organizations now are, are faced to having to go back to really streamline these environments. And of course, the adversary, um, you know, they, they knew that, you know, this created a challenge for a lot of organizations and they certainly were taking note. And so now we've seen many threat actors over the last year um, really modify some of their malware um, to really target the Linux systems, um, which we hadn't seen in the past. Um, so that Linux is, is key, you know, to managing workloads in the cloud. And so obviously, you know, from an adversary's perspective, you know, it, they're targeting more the cloud envir environments than ever before. I think your perspective on that is great. In healthcare, as it as it relates to cloud, I think we saw many organizations just going to cloud to go to cloud. Um, but now what we're seeing is, you know, definitely the the realization is going to be hybrid. And then when organizations are moving to cloud, they're doing they're doing so much more purposefully. Um, how do you think, you know, as you have that that thought process? How do you think? this challenge will evolve or change in 2023 with as it relates to cloud? Yeah, I mean, I think you nailed it on the head. I mean, 71% of organizations are claiming they're pursuing a hybrid environment or multi-cloud strategy, um, you know, to help ease on that integration of when they're dealing with multiple services, you know, trying to increase their scalability or, or business continuity reasons. Um, so I think for a lot of organizations, it's going to have to be required more thought out in their planning. 
Um, you know, most organizations have said the shift to the cloud environment has often led to um, delays or budget overruns um, or increase in, in downtimes that, you know, they kind of didn't expect. Um, when you think about it, you know, releasing a new app in the cloud can be a very simple procedure, um, but transferring those legacy applications to the cloud um, for a lot of organizations becomes much tougher. And so, you know, I, I can see from a Gardner perspective, you know, they're reporting that 62% of cloud migration projects, um, you know, feel that the, the, they they were much more predicted to be more challenging and, um, you know, than they, they thought. So I think it's really going to require, you know, more planning and more thought out in and how they do this mi migration. So looking into 2023, what challenges do you see moving up the list as being most important for CISOs to address in cloud deployments? I mean, I think a lot of it is really focusing on a lot of that data in the cloud environments, um, really focusing on the confidentiality, you know, privacy and concern over data leakage and loss, um, not to mention the compliance issues that organizations see, especially in like, you know, fields like in your area, like the healthcare, where they really need to be, um, you know, in compliance with, you know, regulations. And so organizations really need to focus on understanding that shared responsibility model. Um, for a lot of organizations, they think, oh, once the cloud, the is in the cloud, it's it's no longer my responsibility. Uh, but at the end of the day, the organizations are still responsible um, for where that data resides, whether that's on-prem or in the cloud. Um, and then other things I've seen is you know, integration issues. Um, organizations are, have a lot of these point solutions that simply don't work across hybrid multi-cloud environments. Um, and then last but not least, finding those cloud resources. Um, it does take some skill and knowledge on how to operate in the cloud environments. And I think that's just amplifies some of the issues that IT organizations have been trying to find, you know, those right resources with those right skill sets. So when you're talking to CISOs about the cloud, what do you see as some of the overlooked cybersecurity challenges or strategies or solutions that you think would be, you know, really relevant or helpful? Yeah, I think for a lot of organizations, you know, that migration to the multi-cloud uh, environments is really forcing IT and security leaders to really rethink their network security architecture. Um, they really need to understand what mix of cloud-native controls, virtual net firewalls, and physical firewalls um, are needed for those on-prem hubs that really make the most sense for the securing, you know, this new architect architecture and the way this environment of way organizations are operating. Um, you know, according to Google or Gardner, um, cloud-native platforms will serve as the foundation for more than 95% of new digital initiatives by 2025. And so that's really going to be mean, meaning thinking of things of leveraging things like artificial intelligence and machine learning for cybersecurity. Um, this way, you know, it's really developing capabilities to help, you know, security and IT teams to stay ahead of the adversaries. And also thinking about how, you know, we're enabling consistent and seamless enterprise class security across all applications, um, no matter where they are, for all users and no matter, you know, what other device they're using. And so looking at adopting that zero trust strategy, you know, leveraging things like multi-factor authentication, NAC solutions. Um, and then last but not least, I think it's going to come down to reducing complexity in environments. Um, a lot of organizations are running about 40 different vendors uh, in their environments um, for specific point solution products. And I think you're going to start seeing for a lot of organizations reducing some of that complexity um, from, say, 40 different vendors to maybe just a handful of partners um, to not only reduce some of that complexity, but to try and reduce that overall operating costs. I couldn't, couldn't agree with that more. So let's talk about reconnaissance. How is this shift to more disruptive cyber threats at scale 
um, causing a need to consider more active defense cyber strategies for CISOs for cloud deployments. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, too many times we find ourselves in a reactionary um, you know, stance when we really need to be more proactive in, in our approaches. Um, bad things are going to happen. And so you really need to be thinking about changing that approach of, you know, what happens if it happens to me to really thinking about that it, it is happening to you, that the adversary is in your network. And then how would you architect differently? You know, how would you change, you know, some of your strategies within your environment if you thought the net, the adversary was already operating inside your network? You know, what are things you would do to mitigate and prevent the damage um, and, and risk exposure? Um, so one of those technologies that I'm a big proponent of is leveraging things like, you know, deception technologies. Um, deception technologies can often act as that early warning system in your environments. Um, when I talk to a lot of organizations, they think, yep, deception is on our roadmap, but it's farther down. We've got other things we need to get done. I'm a big proponent of, of leveraging deception, you know, sooner than later. Because if you think about it, you know, if you know you have gaps in your environment, and, you know, the analogy I like to use is that if you're trying to build those walls in your environment, and, you know, if you build those walls, and then just to find out you have rats running around those walls, wouldn't you like to know that in advance? Mm -hmm. So having that deception technology um, can kind of give you an advanced warning that you have someone trying to do something they shouldn't in your environment where you have a you know, malicious insider, or if you got an APT in your environment and trying to move laterally across your organization, you know, having those deception technologies in place really can kind of give you a sense of something bad happening um, before they get to really your crown jewels and in your environments. That allows you to do things like, you know, the next generation, what I call deception technologies, allows you to do not only um, enable you to watch the adversary, to learn their TTPs, understand how, how they got into your environment, um, but also allow you to take um, response actions, you know, right within the deception technologies. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for joining us for this episode of Take 5. For more information about cloud security, visit our website, fortinet.com slash cloud security. The Take 5 podcast brought to you by Fortinet, securing your digital acceleration and per the performance and scale needed to detect and prevent threats across an organization's entire infrastructure, including networks, endpoints, and clouds.